Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 3-23-2020. A semi-daily news that even plants Craven Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Resident Evil 3's knife is now indestructible. The knife in the upcoming Resident Evil 3 remake will be indestructible, unlike the blades in last year's Resident Evil 2 remake, which would break after a handful of uses. Capcom has made the change to ensure that players have something to fall back on, even after emptying their inventory of everything else. Talking to Game Informer, producer Peter Fabiano, best last name in the industry, by the way, said, We're dealing with survival, horror, and everything is exhaustible. You run out of bullets, you run out of herbs, you run out of all the items you can use. So, if you did run out of everything, what would you have? The knife. The director always wanted to make it so that you have, or you at least have your, your trusty knife. That's always something you can rely on. Aside from finally giving a guaranteed get-out clause against at least Rezzy's low, lowliest foes, an unbreakable knife also unlocks the potential of a knife-only run. These challenge playthroughs have been common among Resident Evil fans since the series began, but was near enough impossible in Resident Evil 2 Remake because of the break system. Now, not only is a knife-only run of Resident Evil 3 possible, but some members of the development team have even done it. Yeah, this is going to open up some really awesome streams, some really awesome gameplay YouTube videos. So good on them for doing that, and it, it should be, make for a lot of a lot more replay value, I guess. Second is from IGN and written by Wesley LeBlanc. F1 drivers to compete in F1 2019 game amid season cancellation. With the F1 racing season postponed through May due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, the organization behind the sport is bringing a Grand Prix to F1 2019. F1 announced Friday, March 20th, that it is launching a new F1 Esports Virtual Grand Prix series in developer Codemasters F1 2019 game that will feature a number of current F1 drivers and special guest celebrities. These virtual races are set to take place on the same day as every postponed Grand Prix race. The first occurred over the weekend on March 22nd. We are very pleased to be able to bring some light relief in the form of the F1 Esports Virtual GP in these unpredictable times as we hope to entertain fans missing the regular sporting action. Head of Digital Business Initiatives and Esports for F1, Julian Tan said in the announcement, With every major sports league in the world unable to compete, it is a great time to highlight the benefit of esports and the incredible skill that's on the show. The March 22nd show featured F1 drivers Lando Norris and Nicholas Latifi, Latifi, as well as celebrities like One Direction's Liam Payne. These virtual races are scheduled through May, although F1 did point out that the F1 Esports Virtual GP initiative could be extended beyond May if the COVID-19 outbreak results in further real-world race cancellations. Some special changes of the game were made to keep the virtual race entertaining, including optional anti-lock breaks, reduced vehicle damage, and more. Due to the wide variety of gaming skill levels amongst the drivers, game settings will be configured in such a way to encourage competitive and entertaining racing. The announcement reads, This includes running equal car performance with fixed setups, reduced vehicle damage, and optional anti-lock brakes and traction control for those less familiar with the game. No official championship points are up for grabs in these virtual races, as these races are being held for strictly entertainment purposes. F1 says during non-race weekends, F1 will host only our online exhibition races, where fans will be given the chance to race against actual F1 drivers in the game. This is an awesome and amazing way that you see companies adapting to closures 
to adversity and using the power of esports, the power of video games to bridge that gap and still make their sport relevant. To say smart is an understatement. Third is from GameSpot and written by Haley Williams. Ninja donates $150,000 for COVID-19 relief. Inspired by the actions of Ryan Reynolds and Jimmy Fallon, who have both made big donations to charities helping people affected by COVID-19, Ninja and his wife slash manager Jessica Blevins have pledged $150,000 to Feeding America. In a video, the Mixer streamer announced his own donation, as well as encouraging those who still have spare cash to donate as well. They're also using Ninja's social influence to promote measures to flatten the curve, reiterating how important it is to take coronavirus seriously and practice social distancing. The charity they've chosen, Feeding America, is currently working to help the huge number of people who've been affected by coronavirus in America with a dedicated COVID-19 response fund. The work Feeding America is doing includes making sure the 22 million children who rely on school lunches are still able to access good meals while schools are closed. It's also working to distribute other essential supplies, such as cleaning supplies, diapers, and personal care products to those in need. It's awesome. I mean, it's a good deed. Throwing out some money there to help some people. I mean, you you can't fault them for that, right? Last is from IGN and written by Andrew Smith. Game Workers Unite calls for greater aid for industry workers impacted by COVID-19. Game Workers Unite has released a statement calling for more support for workers in the video game industry that have been affected by COVID-19. The statement calls for flexible working hours, universal health service for all, a fair sick pay, and rent freezes. Video games are and will be a crucial source of entertainment for millions of people right now, reads the statement posted to Twitter, and yet there's a huge disparity of job security between different roles and between different parts of the world. The statement continues with a call for companies to continue supporting developers and artists, but also the people that are making the game's production and release happen, as well as Q&A testers, event organizers, hard copy packing, and retail staff workers maintaining servers or shipping of games, cleaners, caterers, etc. For those not familiar, Game Workers Unite is an international grassroots movement and organization dedicated to unionizing the game industry, aiming to give a voice to developers, artists, designers, freelancers, and others involved in the industry. With tons of studios being forced to shut their doors for the time being, there are some industry workers left without work and, more importantly, without pay. It's an issue the whole economic world is grappling with, as debate rages on over what sort of economic support workers should receive when the companies they work for close up close up shop during the COVID-19 shutdown. Game Workers Unite did not specify any particular company or companies as bad actors in their statement. Game Workers Unite is encouraging everyone to use their voices to call out the companies and regions that are not providing for aid to its workers in an effort to help industry. <laughs> workers cope with the devastating effects of COVID-19. This is great, man. We all need a little help at times. This is one of those times. And there are a lot of kind of bygone video game industry workers who probably don't have jobs. They're not higher up on the food chain or the freelancers or the people who are on contract. Like, what, what do they do? They just do nothing now? It's just a city, a city. (laughs) It's a shitty situation all around. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our uh, <laughs> growing Discord community, find the link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. 
Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.